Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast. This is Jennifer. And later on in this episode, we're going to be um, joined by Susan. And Susan is part of our team over at Insight Training Solutions. And I thought she'd be a really good person to bring on the show today to talk about kind of what we can do to work with our employees and help them help us get better reviews and help manage the practice reputation. You know, I've been doing this since um, 2006. I've had this business that focuses on medical practice marketing and um, been working exclusively in the medical field since 2008 when I got my first um, healthcare related client, which was a really large orthopedic practice. And even in this short 15 or so years that I've been doing this, um, a lot of things have changed over the years. You know, marketing is a different animal than it used to be back when I was fresh out of college, um, working for a big Fortune 500 company, and it evolved in 2006 when I got into this space. And then healthcare has just you know changed by leaps and bounds. You know, the old way. As it relates to independent physician practices, you know, the old way was not even to do any marketing. You know, in fact, the American Medical Association way back in the day um, frowned on marketing the medical practice. They said, you know, basically doctors are above that. They don't need to spend money on advertising and marketing. And then, you know, years later, you know, a little bit of marketing was all right. You know, you could market your practice maybe with, you know, one-on-one visits to other offices, you know, where you're focusing on those referral relationships. Um, a lot of you still do it where you're marketing your practices on fax machines. Um, I've got people that work for me now that don't even know what a fax machine is. And then somewhere along the way, you know, it became normal to go ahead and build your first website for your practice. And, there's a lot of you out there that still have that first website that you built in 1993. And, you know, and then, and then you know, websites evolved a little bit and, you know, then you got into trying to show up on search engines, you know, but then the next evolution was to have a content strategy in place and everybody was told they needed to get onto social media at some point, you know, when Facebook became the norm. And, you know, then social media turned into using it not just to talk about yourselves, but to use it as a customer service channel. In fact, that's that's such a popular topic. I speak at conferences usually throughout the year, and this year's topic and last year's topic was is all about you know developing your customer service um, program on social media and how you can grow your practice that way. You know that was a hot topic a couple years ago, and it really it, it still remains relevant. But you know as this kind of this pendulum has swung from marketing your medical practice it has become imperative that we claim our listings, you know, on all those those star rating sites or claim our listings for our locations if you have multiple locations so that you show up on search engines. 
Then you got all these star rating sites and online reviews, and those all came into the equation. And, and it feels like that's what we talk about all the time now. You know, here we are today, patients are, they're in control more than they've ever been in control. And, you know, not only do the doctors have to deliver excellent excellent care, but now, you know, you've got to concern yourselves with, you know, CCAP scores and HCAP scores and some random anonymous review site online. And, you know, chances are that review that's left on, you know, your physician it may not, even, may not even have anything to do with the physician, you know, themselves. It might have something to do with somebody else. You know, at this point, it's all of our jobs to market the medical practice. So we go from, you know, full swing of the pendulum. We go from no marketing to everybody on your team is in charge of marketing the practice. If you like what you're hearing and need some help marketing your medical practice this year, be sure and check us out at InsightMG.com. That's Insight, M as in marketing, G as in group.com. Don't think you've got a budget for this kind of stuff? Think again. We've got you covered. Make sure you schedule a free consult today. As somebody who does this every single day, we are constantly spinning our wheels trying to mitigate one-star reviews. And most of the time, it has nothing to do with the doctor and everything to do with an employee like the front desk person or a billing person or, you know, a communication issue, you know, where the doctor might have been running late, but nobody shared kind of why the doctor was running late. Maybe he was stuck in traffic or he was in the emergency room tending to a patient, Um, you know. The way that generations work now, we just don't communicate that. And so we have different perceptions and we're also quick to, you know, pull the trigger on leaving a nasty review. So what are we supposed to do about all this? Because marketing has changed. And I really think the answer is that we need to, as practices and as businesses, we need to, yes, have a, a strong marketing plan in place. But what we really need to do is focus on our people. It's time that we focus on correcting the reason for the one-star review in the first place. You know, instead of chasing our tails, trying to, you know, put more positives out there and spinning and throwing tons of cash into marketing and developing robust content solutions, you know, I think that there's a certain level of that that's important, but it's time now, you know, the shift has taken place that we need to focus on making sure that everybody in our practice knows how even the smallest role that they might be playing behind the scenes is playing into the overall reputation of the practice. They, what they're doing, even if they never interact with the patient, is potentially moving the needle on the reputation either towards the five-star ratings or the one-star ratings. And that's why we created that com- this new company, which is Insight Training Solutions, because my clients have asked me to fix the problem, and the only real f- fix is to focus on the root of the problem, which is making sure that our employees are trained, that everybody understands their role in the big equation. And that's why I want to go ahead and introduce Susan, who is helping us with Insight Training Solutions, and she is the voice behind the patient experience modules that we have just launched. And Susan is going to offer us some tips that you can take away right now to help develop your customer service program with your employees today over at your practice. And so with that, I want to introduce Susan. Hey, Susan, how are you? Hey, Jennifer, thanks for having me. And this is a great topic. You know, you mentioned before that patients are in control more now due to technology. And we know that online reviews have surpassed the word of mouth. 
And that really puts a focus on customer service. Yeah, it, it totally does. Um, do you have any tips for customer service that our listeners can implement back at their office right away? Absolutely. I can give you five five quick tips right now. And we can start with the first one. Create a connection that's long lasting and it's it's not for the moment. What do you mean by that? You know, before it was, I'm going to answer your question and then I'm going to move on. Now it's, why don't you identify an opportunity that makes an impact with them? Um, you mean like with the patient directly? Correct. Instead of if they call in and, and ask a question of where you're located, you don't just answer the question and hang up. You put something else in there and say, are you familiar with where we're located? And then, and then go into where you're located and be specific about locations and intersections. And because you never know if someone, a caregiver might be driving them there instead of the patient themselves. Absolutely. And this would really apply to the older generation of patients. So I think that, I think that's a, a great tip, you know, put yourself, um, create a connection that is long lasting, something that they can reference and say, you know, I talked to that person that was so nice to me. She gave me detailed directions. You know, that's, you know, it goes back to that whole like adage where you add stories to conversation because people will remember those stories, which is why you go into those extra details. What's your next tip? Mm -hmm. Put yourself in the shoes of the patient. You know, create that connection and, and understand why they're coming into the office. Absolutely. You know, I've got one. How about go the extra step? Perfect. You know, and, and go the extra step. You know, it's always let me answer your question. And how about this also? Exactly. I can do this plus this. You are being a resource for them at that point. Absolutely. And Another one would be focus on what matters most. You know, we know that, that taking care of their health is that number one priority. And you also have to make them feel valued. Absolutely. And then um, what's your final tip? It's a team effort. What do you mean by that? Oh, well, everybody from front desk to the technicians to billing Everybody has to understand and be on board that it's all about the experience now. And if somebody, if a patient asks me a question and my job responsibilities are, let's say, up at the front desk, at the front office, then, you know, if it's something to do with billing, maybe I can say to them, you know what, hold on, let me find out for you. And instead of just, well, that's not my job and, you know, then where you go from there, but be that resource and be part of the team and say, you know what, let me find that out for you. Hey there, replacing an employee can be expensive. Upward of 50% of that employee's annual salary. Did you know that only 33% of your employees are actually engaged at work? Well, what if you could invest in engaging and training your employees for as little as $8 per month? with training that's specific to the challenges you face in your medical practice, like customer service, patient experience, communicating across generations, just to name a few. Well, visit us at insightmg.com to find out more about how our employee engagement and training platform can help you strengthen employee retention, develop patient service mindsets, 
and give you peace of mind when it comes time for annual reviews, all without creating any additional work for you. And it's only eight bucks a month. So check us out at Insight M as in marketing, G as in group.com. We'll be waiting for you. If everybody would be part of the team, then we probably wouldn't have these one star reviews. And I think, you know, that's where it's become so frustrating is that, you know, from a marketing standpoint, we're out there doing everything we can. And from a clinician and a provider standpoint, they're doing their job. They're delivering the care that they have been educated to deliver. And, you know, the complaints are typically not when it's one-on-one with the provider and the patient. The complaints that we see are that 75% of the time, um, the patient's experience is with a front office person or a billing question or a communication breakdown not with the doctor, and those are the complaints that we need to get be getting in front of. So these are really um, these are useful customer service tips, and I think if our listeners can take these customer service tips back to their pra- practice and really start focusing on the people within the practice, then we can all stop mitigating these one star reviews. And so I think this is great information. And um, Sue, thank you for joining me here today. I think our listeners are going to get a lot out of this. And um, with that, I'm Jennifer. I'm Susan. And we'll see you next time on the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.